My name is Tracy Cook and welcome to the Visionary Women series. This series gives a voice to those of visionary women. And on today's episode, we have the honour of speaking with a visionary leader and her name is Deirdre. She's not just making an impact in her field, but she's also shaping the future of it. You'll want to hear what she has to say about innovation, success, and the power of determination. And we all go through tough times that knock us down. And Deirdre, welcome to Visionary Women. How are you? I am fantastic. And I am so excited to be here chatting with you today, Tracy. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, tell us a little bit about your story and what you're doing in your innovative space and with your coaching. Let us really into your world, Deirdre, so we can know all of what you are and why you're doing it. Okay. So exciting. So I have spent many years talking about my story around um, the journey I was on with my brother, Stephen, through his cancer journey. But I'm really in this space in 2023 where I feel my story has evolved. You know, the story of why I got into doing what I'm doing, that was that that's a great story and it's got a lot of sadness and everything like that. But I really wanted to pivot and shift and focus on the story of where I am now. So Deirdre, who started My Beautiful Self in 2018 versus Deirdre, who sits in front of you today in 2023, is she's such a different woman. She's grown so much within herself. And I want to share um, what I've had to do to actually really own this space because when I started my business in 2018, which was 12 months or not quite 12 months after the death of my brother, I was still in a lot of pain. I was still carrying a lot of um, that's not fair, it's not my fault, why does this happen to me? You know, I was still carrying quite, you know, quite a fair share of um, victim mentality, which is what I, you know, like I was still, my eyes were still quite closed. Do you know what I mean? Hang on one second. My daughter, I can't talk right now, darling. You can see if she's home, but I don't think she is. Sorry about that. I'm a mom. <laughs> and right. we do um, homeschool and we are on school holidays at the moment. So, yeah, we never stop being mums, right? We never, ever stop, that's for sure. And this is life. This is real life. We can yeah. be doing a podcast. We can be doing a Facebook Live. We can be doing something, you know, more important in our own world. And isn't it great that we can work from home and we can still have that flexibility and it's more accepted than what it used to be as well. So it's yeah. we're all real. We're all very real. Thank you. Because we can't turn our children off. They don't come no. with an off button. And we wouldn't want to anyway. I know I wouldn't. No. So, yeah, so I've really um, had to step up and to to grow my business and to be the leader that I am today I ha- you can't just talk the talk. Um, you you know you have to walk the walk as well. You have to do the work. You have to practice what you preach. And um, you know, oftentimes I don't know how often you've hear- heard this saying, but I heard it a lot in 2022, which was like a sounding board for me, which was you need to choose your heart. And I was like, yeah. You know, that was resonating with me so loudly that I knew that I had to keep 
digging away at the hard that I was living in my life so that um, instead of the hard of I'm overweight or I'm, I'm sad or, you know, like living living below the line. I do a process with myself and with my clients that I call above and below the line. When we're living below the line, it's hard. It's hard work because we're depressed, we're overwhelmed, we're, for me, you know, I've got a story um, around alcohol and how much alcohol and I've had a shitty relationship, you know, very toxic. Um, so I'm... Alcohol and I are hanging out in unhealthy ways and I'm not backing myself and I'm walking around hard. Life's hard. It's heavy. Yet to get back above the line and live in a state of uh, joy and backing yourself and having faith and trust in who you are as a person, that, that means you have to make hard momentary decisions like, I need to get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning to make sure I'm getting my exercise in, to make sure I'm um, going shopping and cleaning and being a mom and doing so I need to make hard decisions that that feel hard yet, you know, like that short-term pain for the long-term pleasure. So when the alarm goes off at 4.30 in the morning, it feels really hard. I don't want to get up. And often days I'm like having to have that hard conversation with myself about well, what is it I really want? Do I want the hard moment of getting up and getting started or do I want the hard of spiralling back down below the line, hanging out with alcohol as my best friend? Mm. I get to choose my heart. We so get so to choose our heart and, you know, at the same time, do we want to stay stuck where we are year after year and still complain about it and still go through that Groundhog Day? You know, if things don't change, things don't change. So yeah. short-term, uh, you know, uh, inconvenience almost uh, for a long-term gain is just going to be so much beneficial. I love that. Yeah. Because how often do you catch yourself, and not necessarily you, but we're all guilty of it, honestly, that we, we're just telling ourselves big fat lies. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I've got all these. I am a really great ideas person. So I have to be really aware with myself. It's about turning the spotlight within ourselves and going, well, what are my strengths? But what are my weaknesses? And really knowing what your weakness is and going, well, I'm really great with ideas. What's my action like behind the idea? Not as great. So I, I have to be mindful of the big ideas and going, well, am I really going, is this really obtainable for me? And um, otherwise I'll have 10 ideas and I'm so excited and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of women can relate to that because we do. We juggle a lot of plates anyway and uh, we do. We have all these ideas uh, it's just what are we going to take action behind? How do we prioritize that? So how would you prioritize the ideas that come to mind? Is it from what you could action or what resources you've got or the strengths you've got? Um, I really, uh, this year I actually went through a whole new process with myself, which was looking at all my, like I'm just like, I reckon I was just born as an ideas person. If I could just be the ideas person and then just give it out to everyone and go, you do this, you do that, you do that, I, you know, like life would be amazing for, for me. And then I just talk to everyone about it. I, like, that would be my perfect life. Um, so I sat down and went through this process of what are my strengths, 
What are my weaknesses? What is, you know, what is it I um, really like about myself? Uh, what is it I'm good at? You know, like really got clear on who I am. Who am I? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What is it that, you know, lights me up? And I actually even put a... Um, a question on my Facebook page asking people, you know, like what what's what's what do you see as um what's something good about me? What is it that you like about me? Um because I was having I was going, what is it? What is it I'm good at? And I'm like, well I'm good at this. So I thought I'll just ask, what do other people see that I'm good at? So they're saying I'm good at supporting people, I'm good at motivating, I'm good at, you know, all these wonderful things. And it was really heartwarming to get all this really nice stuff said about me. <laughs> You know, because it fills our bucket. And um, and I'm like, yeah, so they're my strengths. So after I did that, I was like, okay, so if I look at four areas of my life, so my faith, my fitness, my finances, um, what's that? Faith, fitness, finances, and something else, can't remember. Be family. Anyway, four, family, yes, thank you. Um, if I if I have a look at four areas of my life and um, if what are if in one in each section if I write down all the things I would love to achieve in 2023 and with without saying that they all have to just like what would I want to achieve so I write down under faith I want this this and this under family this this and this finances this this and this and then family so I wrote that all down um, just as like headings not getting into detail at this stage and then from there um I have I had to choose four and it didn't have to be one in each section I just wanted to choose four that I was going to be focusing on knowing that if I focus on four often what happens is all the rest come along for the ride Mm, yeah 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 so I chose, um, you know, my I chose. I actually did choose one in each area because for me that felt more rounded and holistic in my life. And um, from there, I then went, okay, well, this is the goal. What habits do I need to release or bring in to achieve that goal? And then, what are the actions I need to take? So I went through that whole process. So then I had I have the four um, the four goals written up. Here's the goal. This is the the habit that you know, like I might need to um, if I'm looking at wanting to achieve a certain income or something like that. I'm you know have an ideal week, um, nutritional support, setting my pro you know like my dates to go to the gymnasium, the gym, um, go for walks, whatever for my health goal um for my business you know like turn off the subscriptions that are just coming out of your bank account for finances and all sorts of stuff so it was really going through and just listing everything what is it I need to do um to what do I need to get rid of and bring in and then what action steps so that's been really really powerful um for me I have done similar processes in the past but not with the habit aspect and then the action aspect so that's been a game changer for me well I I think you've really shone a light on an area that most women kind of would struggle with because we need to change our habits we know we need to change our habits but what are we replacing it with 
because we can't just say I'm not going to eat chocolate cake anymore because I know every time I do I get bloated or get a headache or get indigestion or whatever it may be. We don't just yeah. say we're not going to eat chocolate cake anymore. We we need to replace it with another positive action. Instead of eating chocolate cake, I'm going to stock a, a, a basket full of fruit in the fridge. And when I think chocolate cake, I'm going to replace it with an apple. It's just replacing those habits with other things that are going to create a more positive impact in our life to help us achieve the goal and reverse engineering that. And we can't do it all at once either. So have you broken this down into, I'm going to focus on this, or have you just gone full on ninja and doing all of it all at once? So what I'm doing is I'm doing a 100-day challenge. And the reason why it's 100 days is because it takes 100 days uh, as a minimum to rewire the neuro, you know, like that neuroplasticity within our brain. Um, Because at the moment, the, the old habit of sleeping in loves to sleep in and the neural pathways for sleeping in and not getting out of the bed, they're on it's a high lit you know the the highway is very very bright Um, and the habit of which used to be very highly lit of getting up early in the morning is very dim so it's 100 days getting out of bed at 4 30 every morning the alarm goes off get out of bed even when I don't want to to form that habit of um and to to rewire the neural pathways in my brain. So I'm doing that on just, not on everything, on five things. And honestly, even if it's one thing, it doesn't matter because like what I said to you before is when you change one thing, other things tend to follow, you know, like the other parts of your life, when we step up in one area of our lives, other areas tend to step up as well because we're building confidence and trust within ourselves. I love that. And just creating that kind of energy as well. And how is this changing your family dynamic as well? Uh, look, the there's so much been changing in my family dynamic. Um, you know, we're talking, before we came on to our conversation here, we were talking about being leaders and women being in leadership. I have had the perigium um, my whole life that men are the leaders and women are the support structure. My husband owns his own business. He's a highly successful businessman, but he's at that point in his life where he's looking at um, semi-retiring. Uh, we have a seven-year-old daughter, so we've got this responsibility with because we homeschool as well. We're very privileged. Um, and, and so our dynamics are changing, and I've really, really been doing a lot of soul work within myself and I'm saying soul work because it is sometimes so soulful you know like lots of tears attached to let go of that perigium of um the man needs to be the the you know like the main breadwinner and you know it's all individual that might not be real for you or for other women but it's really real for me or it was um so our whole relationship's been changing in so many ways so that mindset or that uh, that attachment, that hook I had into myself that said, I'm not allowed to get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning. I need to make sure I'm staying beside him. I'm not allowed to work late. I can't put my business beforehand. All this 
stories that we have in our head that I had in my head around um, needing to play small so that um, I was staying in my role. Mm. And um, because I have been clearing that so much, that has um, changed Peter and I's dynamic in our relationship. That makes it easy for me to be able to then go, okay, well, I'm doing a 100-day challenge. This is what I'm doing. I need your support. Um, and realising that it was, I was um, putting out the expectation that he would struggle, so he gave it back to me. So we only receive what we expect, you know, if what we expect we, um, we receive back. So because I'm letting that go, our relationship is it just becomes easier and much more fluid and comfortable. The, the old mindset that um, I'm not allowed to do something is dropping away each day more and more and I am like moving my shoulders around and we're kind of dancing and you dance together and it's freeing it feels so good it's like hallelujah and that's definitely been part of what's my heart my heart is I get to stay stuck in a thought process in a perigium in a world that says I'm not allowed to and go no I'm going to do the work on this because I do tapping and all that journaling and do all my work with my coach and go no I need to surrender this I need to release this I need to do this hard work to rewire my brain to rewire my beliefs and upgrade my program that says, oh, damn you, I can do this. We sure can. We sure can. And what a great example to the next generation and breaking those generational chains of social conditioning and, you know, being put in a box where we can't read the label and be able to break free of any of those those dynamics and those paradigms that society puts on people as well. It is okay for the women to stand up and be leaders. It is okay to um, serve ourselves first and to have self-love. And I love all your messages that you just shared, Deirdre, about um, really owning who you are and really when you when you moved your shoulders, you know, changing that energy and being able to create a legacy for generations to come just by reprogramming. It's absolutely such a powerful place to be. Now, obviously, you... Uh, a relationship uh, coach, uh, and you're you're talking about this with your clients as well, are you? Absolutely, absolutely. My the whole space I work in, you know, um, my passion, like the purpose for me getting up out of bed in the morning, is I was like many women, you know, really entrenched in that heavy, heavy woe to be me life's not fair and I had no idea <laughs> like we are so asleep I don't know what better word to use you know like we are so bogged down in this mindset of this is happening to me this is not my fault um and I was there I was in I was dense with that mindset dense heavy 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 um and you don't know what you don't know uh, and I was going through life feeling very, very disempowered. And to, to stand in this space and to be in this space now and go, you know what? This is 
you you actually have all the power. You know, all that power that we were taught because our mums didn't know either that it's that you are powerless, that it is they have the power over you to be able to walk on a journey with a woman for her to come back home to her own heart and to her own self and reconnect. How many women cannot even look in the mirror into their own selves and say, I love you? Because we weren't, we were taught that's not okay. That's not okay to do that. It's it's the greatest sadness. So to go on that journey with women and go, you know what, you are allowed to love yourself. You are allowed to honor your beautiful self first and foremost. And then you are overflowing to, to then give to everyone else. It's 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 the reason why I'm talking with you today, because I want people to have that. You yeah, it's hard work to get there, but it's better than living day in, day out in drudgery and despair and you know unfortunately a lot of women are talking you know like they just sit there and think well what's the point of being here anyway Mm, mm. and there's a saying that comes to mind when you were talking about that too and it is um the graveyard is the most expensive real estate because that's where our dreams go to die and how many people live their lives and not fulfill their purpose and die with the music still inside of them. So now is the time to rise up. Now is the time to step into that visionary women. Now is yeah. the time to to claim our greatness because we all have that greatness within us and you're yeah. impacting so many people and it's been such an enlightening conversation because you are a leader, you are changing the game and you're creating a legacy and movements worth furthering with your coaching and the way you're serving people and communities. What kind of message would you like to leave the audience on today, Deidre? I actually wrote something down because I really want, I because I like to pray and talk to my guardian angels and stuff like that. So I've, I wrote, wrote something. I don't normally write something, but I, I did. I understand how difficult it is to consider that you are where you are in your life due to what you accept from others. I understand how difficult everything feels for you and how it isn't fair. But I want you to know that it doesn't have to stay this way. You have the power within you to change your own inner story. You have the power within you to change your own inner story. Wow. I hope that if you're listening to this podcast today, that that really creates something inside of you to be able to reach out to Deirdre, book a call with her and see what's possible for you so you can reclaim your power as well. Deirdre, you are a powerhouse. We'll be sharing where to actually connect with you as well. Um, Always a pleasure. No doubt we'll be doing more of these um, interviews with Deirdre because she has got so much value to share with everybody. And rise up, visionary women, because change starts with your story and you have the greatness within you. Thank you, Deirdre. Bye for now. Bye for now.